in association with Nerds Through Comics Tiger Tales War Against Gotham Hello everyone, welcome to Tiger Tales, a place where you'll find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host, me, Ty Tiger. Let's journey back to the Tiger Tales Marvel and DC fan fiction universe, or the TMDFU for short. This is where I have combined the worlds of Marvel and DC into one huge universe and formed several storylines. You can listen to all those storylines in the TMDFU playlist. We'll have all the storylines in order that they need to be in. Think of the MCU or the DCEU, but in fanfiction form. Let's dive in today's storyline, where we're journeying back to War Against Gotham, where Robin, the new Robin, aka Alex Andrews Jr., has been publicly shamed for attacking a police officer, whilst the entire city watched via the news. Now he is public enemy number one. So let's dive back in with Robin and the new altered Bat family, with Nightwing as the leader, and find out what everyone's been up to with War Against Gotham, Chapter 2, Call a Doctor. Four days after Robin was publicly announced as a criminal against the public, the team was out on a mission, leaving Alex sat by himself in the Batcave, watching the monitors, making notes. One screen had multiple camera feeds all over it, another one had screenshots, another one had news articles all revolving around superheroes and supervillains, some resurfacing some obviously with a new person under the mask. The main four places were Los Angeles, New York, London and Gotham, but the locations did come from all over the world. Alex made a note of a new Spider-Man, a new Ghost Rider, a group of mutants getting paid for odd jobs. He tried to research on the new mysterious white hooded figure in Egypt when suddenly Alfred cleared his throat behind him, announcing himself. Alex turned around to face Alfred. Master Alex, I thought I would let you know that the team have indeed made contact with the gang who keeps selling weapons. Master Dick will make contact when the warehouse is cleared. Alfred told him. Thanks for the info, Alfred. Alex sighed. Don't worry, Master Alex. We will see you in the Robin suit soon enough. Alfred said, trying to sound enthusiastic. Yeah, when? Alex asked, annoyed. Well, Master Dick managed to convince the public to accept the help of the rest of the team? Alfred replied. Yeah, and took three days to do so. I'm itching to get out there, Alex huffed. Yes, I understand that, Master Alex, but sometimes it's best to just sit back and watch. Uh, Alfred said sincerely. Yeah, I guess so, Alex moaned. Then Alfred walked away. Alex sat there watching the monitors once more. Then a news alert popped up on the screen. Alex clicked on it and the news report came up on the, onto the screen. It's been 23 hours since the SWAT team swept into the left side of the warehouse, on the docks. Some would say this is worrying as the new terrifying Joker has made this warehouse this new base, so rumours say. The mayor gave the G GCPD the go-ahead to hammer down on this warehouse and to find the new said Joker. We don't know how old and how new this Joker is, or how the old and new Jokers are connected, if so. And like I previously said, it's been 23 hours since the SWAT team was last seen, and the commissioner has said it is now 
the time for worrying, as this should have been a quick, clean mission. Plans are being made to, to save the SWAT soldiers, if there is any SWAT soldiers to save, the newscaster said. Yeah, screw this. Nightwing's busy. I've got this, Alex snapped. Then he wheeled the chair back slightly before bolting off and getting a suit. 33 minutes later, Robin was flying down the road on the bat cycle and entered the docks. He parked up and then walked up to the said warehouse on the left side of the docks. He found two dudes outside, both just stood there holding their guns, standing there looking dumbfounded, talking to each other. Robin knelt down by a parked forklift. Then he scanned the area and confirmed there were the only two thugs out. The only two thugs stood by the front entrance. He then pulled a yellow bat a bird orang and threw it. It flew across the platform and hit the wall of the warehouse. Both the thugs walked up to the bird orang. One thug pulled it out of the wall and examined it. Then Robin pressed his watch and the bird orang exploded, knocking the thug who was holding it flying back, crashing onto the floor, rendering the thug unconscious. Robin then jumped up out from behind the forklift and aimed his grapple gauntlet and shot it at the second thug. The thug stumbled back as the impact of the grapple hook hit him in the shoulder. Robin then pressed the button and was pulled forward towards the thug at great speeds. Then within seconds Robin crashed into the thug, smacking him into the floor. He jumped up quick and swung his foot against the thug's head, knocking him out. Robin then shot a grapple hook up and pulled himself onto the roof of the warehouse. He crept across the roof ever so quietly and found the skylight. He laid down and looked through the window peering into the warehouse itself. He saw the SWAT soldiers all tied up, their hands tied behind their back, their ankles bound together and all of them on their knees, their mouth gagged and their eyes blindfolded. A few thugs surrounded them. Some stood, some grouped up chatting, some sat eating. At the end of the warehouse was a strange figure sat on a makeshift throne. He was smartly dressed in a black suit and wore a tie, a smart uh, black shoes upon his feet. He wore big black and dark burgundy trench coat and black gloves. His hair was long but spiked up with red and white tips. His face was covered with white makeup, black paint around his eyes like a panda, and a red smile was painted over his mouth, extending over his cheeks, resembling the original Joker. So that's our new Joker wannabe, huh? Robin muttered to himself. Robin then shoved his hand in his utility belt and pulled out a small circular device and placed on the window. He then pressed his communicator link in his ear and suddenly he could hear the conversations from within the warehouse clear as day. Oh, why? Why does this always happen? <laughs> the Joker wannabe said. What's the matter, boss? One thug asked him. There is no pineapples left in the fruit salad. There's no medicine in the hospitals. All the members of the government officials are... Well, twats. Most men are secretly gay and all the girls have penis envy. The Joker wannabe replied. Robin looked rather confused. Is he split personality? Or is he acting? Hell, maybe this guy's just blimmin' insane, Robin said. Um, okay, I meant why aren't they dead yet? The thug said awkwardly. The Joker wannabe jumped up and stood up on his throne. He stood like he was a massive weightlifter. Shine my shoes, boy, or the princess may never wake. The Joker replied. The thug walked up to him and knelt down and kissed his 
shoes ever so softly then the joker tapped his heel on the throne and a blade popped out of the tip of his shoe and then with one quick thrust the blade was impaled into the thug's throat blood pouring out the thug choking slightly as the joker pulled the blade lifting his foot and waved it around letting the blood drip off the blade then the thug fell to the floor dead the joker jumped off the throne and the blade retracted back into his shoe he then knelt over the dead thug and poked him in the head oops he might be dead. Shh. Don't tell Mum. She won't like it. He whispered. Then he kicked the corpse in the stomach. Now, I will say sorry if you can say my name. Go on, say it. It's not that hard. Say it, the Joker yelled at the corpse. He then kicked the corpse again. All the other thugs now watching the horrifying act of insanity that laid before them. He then knelt down and lifted the head up. He shoved two fingers in his mouth of the dead thug. He then pulled a concentrated face. You know, you have a strong tongue. <laughs> Lucky woman. Or man. I ain't gonna judge. And you have all your teeth, which are very white. What toothpaste do you use? I gotta know. Because I like to use Colgate, and it just ain't really doing it for... Anyway, my bad, I, I got a little sidetracked. So what's my name? The Joker copycat looked at the thug with a grin, like how a mother would look at a well-behaved child. Then he let go of the corpse and jumped up. He started strutting across the room. He looked at all the other thugs, drilling his gaze into them, looking at them, shifting their space as they started feeling uncomfortable. Yes, 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 you will do, the Joker copycat said, pointing at one of the thugs. He ran up to the thug and wrapped his arm around his shoulder like they were best of buds. He then leaned in close, making it so their noses were touching. So, do you know my name? He asked the thug. Dr. Dead. The thug responded. The Joker copycat ran his fingers through the man's hair, then gripped tightly, making the man squeal slightly in pain. Say it again, this time louder. Alice in the back can't hear you. He muttered to the thug. Your name is Dr. Dead? The thug called out. Yes, let's all of Gotham, Kenya, Whoville, and every corner of hell know it. Dr. D Dead yelled out in glee. Dr. Dead? Robin whispered to himself, confusion running through his mind. His mind now running wild. Robin looked down at his watch. Alfred was trying to call him. He pressed the screen, hanging up the call. He then looked through the window again, now watching the known man as Dr. Dead. Hey, I know you've been enjoying what you're listening to. Please insert name of show here. And if you've been enjoying that, come on over to the Zero to Hero podcast, where Billy and myself, the Balkan School of Podcasting, Go through and examine all kinds of things like 90s nostalgia, the moon landings, historical plots, assassination attempts, and, weirdly enough, genetics. Come on over to the Zero Hero Podcast if you want to talk about weird things. In the Batcave, Alfred sighed as the line disconnected. He looked at Nightwing, who stood there glaring at him. He had returned from his mission a few moments prior, but found that Alex was nowhere to be found within the... Wayne Manor walls and the teen boy was grounded to the Wayne Manor and it's grounds till further notice and it was the weekend so there was no school. Alfred, where is he? Nightwing asked sternly. I'm sorry Master Dick, he was here when I left. I did some of my duties, returned with some tea and 
he was gone. Alfred replied, feeling bad. Black Canary was at the computer. She typed away for a minute, then she walked over to Nightwing and Alfred. I think I figured out where he is. Black Canary said. She then pressed the holographic table and a hologram of the city appeared and a red line going right through the city and ended at the docks with a bleeping light at the end. He took the bat cycle. I tracked it to the docks. Black Canary told them and looked at Alfred and Nightwing. Master Dick? Alfred said worryingly. I know what the rumors say, but I gotta be realistic. Nightwing stated. Black Canary looked rather puzzled. What rumor? She asked. When we found an old abandoned hospital deep in the graveyard known as Arkham City. Alfred replied. It was the last location Joker went to before Union Day. Joker's autopsy confirmed he had an operation a few days beforehand. Something was removed. And we think it was put in someone. Nightwing told her solemnly. What was it? Black Canary asked, slightly grossed out. Nightwing did not respond. He just pressed the holographic table and the hologram disappeared. Then both heroes started walking towards the wing cycle. Master Dick, shall I call Master Harper? Alfred asked. No, he's busy with Lance. They are trying to find more information on Bane. That is just as important. We got this. Nightwing replied. As he revved the cycle, then he gave Alfred to finger wave and then sped off on the wing cycle. With Black Canary sat behind him, her arms wrapped around his waist. Robin was still listening to Dr. Dead when Dr. Dead started swinging around a crowbar aimlessly. Hakuna Matata is <laughs> a phrase that makes no fucking sense. Dr. Dead blurted. One thug approached Dr. Dead slowly and awkwardly, not knowing exactly what to do with himself. Hey, uh, boss, we was thinking about getting some grub. You know, maybe some BLTs or something. You want anything? The thug asked. Oh, food. Yes, bacon is yummy. Lovely cooked pig belly. Yummy in my tummy. But not my favorite part, no, no. My favorite part of the pig is... Dr. Dead replied. He cut himself off as he ran up to the SWAT soldier and swung the crowbar against his skull, blood exploding from his temple. The SWAT soldier dropped to the floor. Dr. Dead swung the crowbar down on the SWAT's head over and over and over, his skull breaking and caving in, blood splurting and exploding. After each swing, the SWAT soldier laid there lifeless now, his brain now a pile of mush. Dr. Dead walked up to the thug. The brain... He said through a short breath. Robin jumped to his feet, horrified, yet determined to jump in and save the others. Don't even think about it. Nightwing said as he landed on the roof with Black Canary. Ah, oh, god damn it, Robin muttered. What were you thinking? What if you were seen? I only now got the public's okay with me running around. You're still being penalized. Nightwing barked. We just want you safe, that's all. Black Canary told him gently. It came up on the news feed. It's him. It's the copycat, Robin told them, gesturing the skylight. Both Nightwing and Black Canary peered through the window and looked at the terror that laid await in the warehouse. Robin, go home, Nightwing ordered. Hell no, Robin snapped back. Nightwing walked up to Robin and grabbed him by the shoulders. Robin could see, even through the mask, Nightwing was uh, worried. Robin, argue with me any other time. But this one time, stop acting like a child and listen. Go home. Now. 
Nightwing said sternly. In the warehouse, several thugs grabbed some guns. One walked over to Dr. Dead. Boss, something's on the roof. We're gonna go check it out. He told Dr. Dead. No need for that. Seems like my plan worked after all. <laughs> Dot Dead grinned. What's that, boss? The thug asked. Someone tell NASA that man has served his purpose. Dot Dead muttered. He pulled out a trigger button from inside his trench coat and several small squares all lit up on the ceiling. Huh? Are they explosives? The thug asked, shocked. No, it's called I killed Pinkie Pie and painted the ceiling with her guts. Of course, it's explosive, Sarah. Jesus, keep up, man. You're not racing the blue gerbil. Dot dead snapped. Then he pressed the button and the C4 stuck on the ceiling all exploded. Robin, Nightwing and Black Canary woke up, pain coursing through them. They looked around and then realised they were tied to chairs with golden rope. They were stripped to their underwear. They had bruises all over their bodies, blood dripping from their lips, fingertips and puncture wounds on their chest. Nightwing looked up and saw half the ceiling was missing. Suddenly, Dr. Dead walked in. Let me guess. Batbrains, Foster Son, Wannabe Adele and Pidgey. Dr. Dead said with a grin. Don't grin too much. We will get out of here. Nightwing snapped. Oh, yes. Please tell me how I have took your suits and tech and bound you by a rope made by women from Themyscira. Hmm, do tell. Dr. Dead giggled. Untie us, you freaks. I can kick your ass, Robin barked up. Oh, shut up. All our shit in your nest and see how you like it. <laughs> Dr. Dead snapped back, gesturing his head around his warehouse. Back in the bat cave, Alfred sat at the computer, tapping his foot. He lo looked at a long list of people. People that he wished he could call and ask for help. He knew he had to do something. Something happened, the communicators had been disconnected, but Alfred sat there knowing that none of them would answer. He started to worry. He remembered the promise he made to Bruce to protect the family. Alfred clicked on Arsenal's number once more, and the computer started calling him. It rang, and it rang. Hey, this is Roy. If I haven't answered, I'm either sleeping, or I don't want to talk to you. So leave a message, and I might get back to you. Roy's answering machine went on. Alfred sat there in the chair in the slump. Now, what can I do? Alfred said to himself. Then he remembered. He did have one friend who might be able to help him. He found his number and put it into the computer and called it. Alfred, my old friend. <laughs> what do I owe this pleasure? Hello, Mr. Pocket. I am in need of your assistance. Dick, he is in trouble. Alfred replied. Why, of course, Alfred, we can help. I'll send my boys over as soon as possible. Please, give me all the details you can, said Mr. Pocket. Then Alfred told Mr. Pocket everything he knew about Dr. Dead, the base of the docks, and the fact that there was only, not Dick and Dinah, but his new Robin, Alex, was also there, and all through them could be possibly in trouble. And there you have it, guys. We have War Against Gotham, Chapter 2. Now, 
I just want to say I played around with the Dr. Dead character and he has three voice actors. One is Jay, who you would know in Mutants for Hire. He's also got his own Power Rangers storyline, which you should go check out. Uh, which is actually really good. Uh, link will be down in the description down below. And Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, who's also voicing Alfred. I play the third voice of Doctor Dead. Nightwing was voice was brought to you by Cosplay Dude sixty seven. Black Canary's voice actress is Hugs. And Arsenal's voice actor is A Crown. Go check out everyone I just mentioned. And uh, yeah, the. Uh, Everyone is so helpful and so good, and I think you should go check them out. War Games Gotham will be a continuation storyline with the rest of the Marvel and DC storylines that I'm doing. And like I said in the beginning, they are in one playlist, so you can listen to all the Marvel and DC storylines in the continuation that it should be, similar to the MCU and the DCU, but in fan fiction or audio drama format. Go check out everyone I mentioned. Also check out Zero to Hero as they are a big supporter of mine. They are a podcast with Bulk and Skull of Podcasting Jim and Billy. They're awesome dudes so make sure you go follow them as well. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and of course let me down in the comments below what you guys are thinking about Warring in Gotham. There is more to come with this storyline and there's going to be a lot of twists that you guys won't even see coming. Thank you all for watching and I shall see you all next time.